0: All spots on his back. I just don't like putting shots and steroids into your dog all the time.
1: D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E
0: dot com. Dynavite is nutrition. Probably two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing
2: vite.com
3: The following pre-recorded program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom.
2: Oh yes, I really do hope that uh, today's show is going to be a big help to everybody out there and that you tuned in for a reason. Welcome moms, I am Jenny and this is Channel Mom where we encourage moms, no matter where you're at in life, we focus on your incredible value as a mother in this world. All right, so it's something that no mom dreams of going through. The circumstances vary, but it often comes with guilt, loneliness, and shame. And many moms wonder if they can live unbroken after it happens, we're talking about divorce and how to heal afterwards on the show today with our friend from Proverb 31, Tracy Miles, who opens up about how her own di- very difficult divorce and how she found healing afterwards. She's got some incredible insights and advice. So stick around moms. That is all coming up on Channel Mom in just one little minute. He said,
1: he said.
2: Tell you about a company I've personally trusted with work in my home. When another company told us we had to get a new furnace, we called Premier Mechanical and they fixed our old furnace for much less than the cost of a new one. Premier is a licensed, insured air conditioning and heating service provider for the greater Denver area. They service, repair and replace ACs, furnaces, boilers, swamp coolers and more. They use upfront pricing so you know what it's going to cost before they begin. Read their reviews by googling Premier Mechanical Denver or visit their website at claimyourcomfort.com Moms are a big deal but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at channelmom.com.
3: It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you.
2: Hey, welcome back. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful for our loyal listeners who tune in. I hope that uh, I always give you something that helps you in your life. We've got some dads who listen, too, and I hope that they are blessed. We've got a dad just in the other room producing the show today. So um, I want to just say hi to all of our friends and listeners in Oklahoma and Omaha and Lincoln, Nebraska, Kansas, Colorado Springs, Idaho, right here in Denver as well, and also Little Rock. Did I say Little Rock? I might have skipped over them. I'm sorry, Little Rock. Um, all right. Thanks for tuning in. I'm not going to do the announcement about our mom business shout out today, but I will tell you we've got one coming up. A mom actually contacted us and said, yeah, please do a shout out for me. And then quickly before we get to our guest, I just have to say this just because I have to. Um, our precious golden retriever. Almost turned 14, but we had to say goodbye to him on Monday. Ugh. (laughs) How do we say goodbye? Ugh. I can't even relive the moment. I cried so much for the last week. His name was Chase. His full name was Chase Redemption Schmidt, which I loved. Anyway, he was a dear, dear, loyal, sweet, strong dog. Lived a long time. So grateful and super hard to say goodbye. just wanted to share that and give him a little honor today. All right. Moms who feel broken from divorce can learn to reclaim their heart and their life with help from our guest today, Tracy Miles. She's got a new book called Living Unbroken, Reclaiming Your Life and Your Heart After Divorce. Tracy is so gentle and honest in the way that she guides women through that difficult journey. And she talks about her own divorce, but she's got incredible healing and helpful tips. If you want to catch this, um, if you're listening on podcast, tell other folks about the podcast because you can listen anytime on podcast and you may know somebody who needs this show today. So welcome to Channel Mom, Tracy Miles. Thank you. Thanks, Jen. Thanks for having me. Oh, we're honored to do so. All right. So let's just dive right in. I, I love your honesty. And the fact that you say um, Christians sometimes don't know how to handle divorce, either if it's happening to them or if it's happening to somebody outside of them, they're not sure how to handle it. Um, Church doesn't always handle divorce so well. Um, You know, you yourself said, as a Christian woman, I I just thought this would never happen to me. Can you tell us a little about your own divorce story?
0: Sure. Well, I'm just like anybody else. I've met my husband in college and we dated for about four years before getting married after graduation. And then... We just went on through life, had three kids, had jobs. I was serving with Proverbs 31 for about 15 years and um, serving at my church, writing books, all the things that I felt were good things to do and being a mom. And um, just all of a sudden, we started having issues and different problems, and I couldn't always pinpoint the issue, but um, it was never a a perfectly perfect marriage as no marriage is. No. (laughs) We had our share of problems, but there did come a day when right after our 25th wedding anniversary that I discovered that there had been many, many, many years of infidelity and addictions and um, just betrayal and dishonesty. And so it became very evident after a few months of trying to picked myself up after being hit by this freight train that reconciliation was just not going to happen for us for a variety of reasons and It's just been a journey trying to figure out how to wade through the life that you never thought you would have.
2: Um, Thank you for telling the honesty of your story. And and the thing I want to confess to you is I used to have probably a a great deal of pride in my marriage. I I met my husband when I was four years old. So we were nursery school sweethearts. But, But in recent years, I've thought, Jenny, but for the grace of God. And, and we have, we have issues and we have problems. And I have thought, man, you know, I am no better than anybody else. And so this could happen to me. It could have happened to me. And so I just want you to know, and I want everybody to know that, that we shouldn't judge. We just shouldn't judge. And, and my heart goes out to you from, from the things that you say you went through. Um, can you just talk about sort of what women go through when they go through divorce and, and, and you talk about it being a death and that you go through grief. Can, can you address that and talk about that? Yeah, that's
0: one thing that I never realized about divorce when I first started going through it was that it is it is like a death. I mean, there's so many emotions that you're overwhelmed with, but then in hindsight, and the more research I did, and the more I felt God calling me to write this book, I realized that it is the morning of the death of not only the life that you knew, but the death of someone that's still living, that's just still here, but they're not in your life anymore, even if you still wanted them to be there. So you go through all of those stages of grief, of denial and shock and bargaining with God and then anger and just all of those emotions that are so difficult to process and until God finally takes us to a stage where we're ready to kind of embrace the season he has us in, embrace what we have going on, and embrace the fact that he has our future in his hands and be willing to move
2: forward. But we're also supposed to embrace the grief. You talk about that being a kind of medicine. Is that correct?
0: It is. And that was a quote I had read one time that said, you know, grief in itself is a medicine. And I think that's because if, if we try to process everything immediately overnight and just accept it, that our bodies just can't handle that. We just can't mentally and emotionally handle that. And so grief is a process and God takes us through these stages of grief. And we waffle back and forth. It's not a progressive thing that we all go. It's not like a five-step program. (laughs) No, you just go back and forth. You think you've taken two steps forward and then you fall back one. So we just have to give ourselves a little grace and realize that God puts no timetable on our grief. There's no formula for it. We have to work through it stay grounded in our faith until, you know, he helps us to become stronger and restores our joy and our hope for the future.
2: Yeah. And you're about to give some of those tips. You, you give uh, something called happiness prompters and healing steps. And and for any mom who just really needs this today, I cannot wait to get to your healing suggestions, but I, but I want you to go to, through one more thing. I, the part of your book, which is near the beginning that I read that said you, you, you described a day in the house, when it was over and and you were painfully aware of your silent house that once had so much activity and so much joy and so much hope and and was you know kind of had that picture perfect feeling. And as a mm-hmm. mom who's about to to let my last kiddo go off to college here in six months, I so identified with that feeling. You think, okay, that, those are the sweet days. So now, what do I do? Is it just over for me? I mean, I, I, you know, presumably I'll still be married, but I but the empty nest thing on top of divorce must have just been horrific, <laughs> horrific for you. So, can you kind of just set that stage before you talk about how you moved into healing? Yeah, it was a really, really difficult time because you do always have,
0: especially when you've been married you know, 25 and 30 years, that's a long investment in someone and in a relationship and your family. So that's not what you expect to do once your children go off to school. You expect, okay, now we're going to retire. We're going to get a beach house. We're going to travel, all the things that you dream about. So when you have an empty bed plus an empty nest and you're entering kind of the middle age period of your life. You might have menopause. You've got, it's kind of like a triple whammy. Yeah. Yeah. Who am I? and, And what, how did I find myself here? So loneliness and just accepting that you're single at this stage of life, or even if you're 25 or 30 years old and you've, you know, going through this experience and you suddenly find yourself single with or without children it's really devastating to figure out, you know, who am I if I'm not this person's wife and if I'm not a couple and if I no longer can be in this scene of couples or in this Sunday school class of couples that I was in. It's it's a huge identity crisis that we go through, but it also can feel very lonely and very isolating. Just as you were saying in the very beginning, especially as Christians, we think, well, where do we belong in the church, in ministry, in our neighborhoods, in our community? It's a, It's a very difficult thing to deal with.
2: Yeah. I mean, even hanging out with the same friend group in some cases can be feel weird. Um, so I want you to move into the healing because I want moms to know you said something about looking for books on divorce and they were all the practical things like financial well-being and things like that. And you're like, no, 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 no. I need you to deal with my heart and my head and my spirit. And you wanted you know, emotional healing and spiritual healing. So you set out to, to find out how to do that yourself. And now you're going to share it with, with other moms. So, so why don't you launch into that? How did you move forward and begin to find the ways in which we can find healing and, and people who are going through divorce? Divorce and precious mamas who've been through divorce can find healing through God. Well, one of the things I did,
0: and as a writer, this is this is kind of where I would lean to. But I just before um, finding out this out about my relationship, and just before my marriage crumbled basically overnight. Several months prior, I had received a two-book contract from my publisher, which I was super excited about and thinking it was such, such a blessing. And then a couple months after my husband left, I thought, this is the worst curse in my life <laughs> that God would you know give me this opportunity to write books. And then now I'm just so depressed and so devastated and can't stop crying every day. I have no words to inspire anyone. I just physically was thinking, I I need to just give up on this dream to write, get out of ministry, my career is over, you know, all the negative things that are completely natural and human that we would think. But it was the writing of these last three books, and the first of those was Unthinkable Faith. And God just really called me to, and that book's all about having a paradigm shift in your thinking. I can, I learned that I could continue to think negative and pessimistic and think my life is over, I'm over, I'm nobody, I'm unworthy, or I could choose not to think that way. So the writing of that book is what helped me begin to have that turning point. So I love that that book has helped so many people. Realize that in their own life that you know life is about the way we approach it. It's not about what happens to us. It's about how we react to it. It's oh, about yeah. thinking. And what is the those,
2: what's the Chuck Swindoll, Is it Chuck Swindoll's quote that life is ten percent what happens to you and ninety percent how do you how you react to it? You know yes, what I'm talking about? Yeah, completely. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So that was a big outlet for me. Um, so just that's one thing you mentioned that I couldn't find a book, and that was one of the things that I realized is I didn't want to read a book about dating or reconciliation or you know, the legal process or how to get a lawyer or any of those things. I needed somebody to hold my hand and say, you are not crazy and you are not alone and your emotions are normal. And here are some things you can do. And just some guidance, some gentle guidance of a friend that had been in my shoes that could help me know that I'm going to get from point A to point B and this is not going to kill me. (laughs) There are lots of people that have been through divorce, but we just don't think anyone understands how we feel. Because no one really opens up about it, whether it's the church or other people. We, there's this scarlet letter D you think you wear for divorce, but it just doesn't have to be that way because it's unfortunately so common, but it's something that we can survive and God still loves us and, you know, there's still hope on the other side of that. Well, you
2: kind of answered my next question because for the mom who has faith in God and 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 went through divorce or is going through divorce, she wants to know Should she be ashamed? Should she be guilty? Does God hate her? Is he going to punish her? Like, what are the answers to those questions that I know you asked yourself?
0: I did ask myself that for many months, especially serving with Proverbs 31, which is an international ministry. And, you know, I have my own website, my own books. And I just thought, well, who am I to continue writing or speaking to other women when I can't even keep my own family together. And so these are just the lies of the enemy that want to dump this shame on us to keep us from doing what God called us to do. So we deal with these feelings of unworthiness and this stigma that unfortunately sometimes is in the church. But I, I truly feel like, and this is through a lot of Bible study that I've done over the years, is that where that comes from, that we feel like, okay, oh, hey, God hates me now, or he, I mean, he's not going to be able to use me, is from Malachi 2.16, where it says, God hates divorce. But it does not say God hates divorced people. It says he hates divorce because it overwhelms his children with cruelty, whether it's man or woman. It overwhelms us with cruelty and suffering, which he doesn't want for any of us, regardless of the situation. But it never says that God hates divorce. The Bible says so often also we can use our experiences for his glory and we can use the way that he's comforted us to comfort others. And so there's nothing about divorce that we should feel like we need to be ashamed of or that makes us unworthy as a person, as a woman, an individual, much less as a servant of Christ.
2: So I hope anybody hearing that today, any mom or dad hearing that today. That That is Tracy telling you that she was led directly by God himself to realize that that he still he still loved her in the midst of divorce. E- eternally, he loved her. And 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 it's it's not something that separates you from God or has to. And so I'm so glad you don't have to feel shame or guilt. So I'm so glad that you just put that out there just to kind of let people be absolved. Um I do want to tell people that we are giving away your book today because I'm guessing that there are some moms listening uh in various places across the country that could use this book or they have a friend that could. It's called Living Unbroken Reclaiming Your Life and Your Heart After Divorce by Tracy Miles. You can just go to channelmom at gmail. We can't take calls because of weather today, but uh, channelmom at gmail.com channelmom at gmail.com if you would like to win a free copy of Tracy's book, Living Unbroken. Okay, so we only have about five minutes left, Tracy. I want to make sure we get to a couple of pointers for mamas who are really just waiting with bated breath for you to say, okay, how do I move on? How do do I get to the next step? So So uh, is there something specific you can say, and maybe it's a happiness prompter or a healing step, to, to get past the fear of the future and financial worry, those two things?
0: Well, one of the things that I do in the book in every single chapter is, as you mentioned, at the end of every chapter, I have three sections, happiness prompter, healing steps, and caring for you. And the reason I did that is because I have found myself that I can read books all day long and be so inspired and so encouraged, but I'll forget what I read next week, yeah. which means it had no impact on my life. So what I wanted to do was give action steps, practical steps that women could take to actually do that day that they read that chapter. So this is not a try to sit down, read it all in one day and get, you know, get through it book. It's, it's soak it in, do the things that you know, that I did that I hope other women will do that to help you get out of your comfort zone, break out of that shell of despair and stop feeling ashamed and guilty and embrace being alone. And how can God use that aloneness to pull you closer to him and to give you time to do other things that you may not have had time to do before? So there's so many things that we can do if we're willing to trust God and really just believe that our happiness is up to us. We don't have to let someone else be in charge of our joy and our happiness and our future, we can take control and we can believe that God has us in this season. This is not a shock to him. And he wants to you know, do good things in our life, no matter
2: what. Absolutely. And I've watched some of my widowed and divorced friends actually, uh, observe God becoming a husband to them, a husband to the husbandless, you've got at least one cool story about how God just faithfully came alongside you and provided. And I want moms to be reassured that that absolutely can happen when they're going through divorce or past divorce. Can you talk about that?
0: Yeah. One of the things I dealt with so much, which I know is so common, is just the the paralysis of fear because here I am with three children, one in high school, two in college, which is not cheap, yeah. you know, a household, cars, insurance, everything that is just normal expenses. And suddenly I've, I've been serving in ministry for 15 years. As it was just a supplemental income. I'm suddenly left with no income and just terrified of how am I going to keep a roof over my head? And, feed my children and pay for their schooling and it was just overwhelming. And I share a story in the book which is a little bit lengthy, but I'll give you the short version. Okay. Of just really having this prayer time with God and having a meltdown that my house is within days of being in foreclosure. And my car is like four months late in the payment. (laughs) And just all of these things, you know, what am I going to do? And I was praying to God, like, Why can't I be happy? Why can't I move on? It's been all these months now and He brought it to mind that it was all the the fears of everything is what was standing in the way of me not only being happy and having some sort of peace in my heart despite my circumstances, but being able to trust Him with the future and move forward. And so I began to write down all of my fears, and within about 10 seconds, I wrote down 33. And they just jumped out at me like, 33 fears? Like, what? (laughs) And I could have just kept going and going and going, but I was just shocked that this this is what was standing in the way of, of re, really having peace, was that I, I wasn't trusting God would provide, And I have so many stories that I share in the book and from a lot of other women that are nothing but divine miracles of God's provision. And so if I learned one thing in the past five years, I've learned so much since all of this began, but it is that God's word is true and it says he will provide for our needs and we don't need to worry.
2: That's true. And, and I have a friend, Michelle Couchat, who's an author, and she said the worst thing about going through cancer uh, three times, she went through tongue cancer, was the fear she said it was worse than the cancer. So, so and, and I know that in my own life, fear is worse than the thing. Uh, uh, very often or, or mm-hmm. maybe always. And God tells us to, so gently not to fear. So, so that is one thing that you want moms going through divorce. who have been through divorce to let go of because that right there will lift you up out of the pit. It's just throwing away those fears. So Tracy, you're a blessing. I hope this book is a blessing to mamas who have gone through divorce, uh, living unbroken, reclaiming your life and your heart after divorce by Tracy miles. Who's also with Proverbs 31. Hey, How do they find you in the book?
0: Um, I can be found at TracyMiles.com and also on Facebook and Instagram.
2: Okay. And what about the book?
0: You can buy the book on Amazon or any book retailer and also at Proverbs 31 bookstore.
2: Thank you so much for honestly writing this. I know there's an enormous need for it and moms to just be absolved and be able to move on. So so thank you for being their friend and, and writing the book, Tracy. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. All right. In light of our conversation about recovering after divorce, I've got a special event that could actually be helpful for both you and your kids. It's a conference called How Not to Screw Up Your Kids Going Through Divorce. And heading that conference up is Kathy Beatty. She's been on the show before. She's the head of D- Divorce Support Anonymous. And she's here to tell moms just for a minute or two how to be part of that important event online welcome to channel mom Kathy hey thank you Jenny it's great to be here I appreciate the time and the plug on the event yes so tell everybody what it's going to do and then how they can get involved online
3: absolutely so we realize this is a very difficult difficult time of life and we wanted to come together and just love and support parents who are struggling right now as they go through divorce, they're bewildered. They don't know really what's going on with their kids. So we want to provide through this seminar hope to give them hope to know that they're going to get through this and their children are going to get through this. And we want to give them resources, opportunity for them to find the tools that they need. And you will learn a lot of tools during this seminar. Yeah. And then also insight. We want them to understand what are their children going through? How do I best approach my child's not talking? What do I do? And we have among the speakers, other than our fabulous, um, as well as, I should say, our fabulous Jenny Dean Schmidt as one of our and presenters, Dr. Kathy Cook, Leslie Vernick, Dr. Lila Riscalia, who is a pediatrician who specializes in trauma in children. Cynthia Klein is going to talk about allied parenting instead of adversarial par- parenting. Uh-huh. So we are just so blessed at the people that are going to be speaking into the lives of parents, moms and dads who are going through divorce and really need some help in dealing with their children right now. so I, I want you make, to tell them what,
2: where they find it, what the date is. And, yes, I am part of the conference talking about praying for your kids. We've got 30 seconds. So tell people okay. where to find it, when, and and how to get online.
3: Absolutely. Facebook page, my Facebook page, Divorce Support Anonymous. There is a registration link there. And it is March 18th, 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock. This is Eastern Standard Time. It will be recorded.
2: So if you can't make it then, you can look for the recording on my Facebook page as well. Okay, Divorce Support Anonymous on Facebook. Kathy Beatty, God bless you. Thank you for having this conference. I know it's needed. And thanks for joining us on Channel Mom. Thank you so much, Jenny. All right, take care. All right, I know that was quick, but I just wanted to to announce that so that because it went with our interview today, and I thought that this word could really be a blessing to moms across the country who listen to us. All right, you guys, this is the time in the show that I say thank you. You may feel overlooked, and I've had a tough week today, or today I've had a tough week this week, Jenny. See, see how tough it is? I can't even talk anymore. Um, and I get it. Sometimes you just feel overlooked and misunderstood and unthanked and underappreciated. And so I'm just here to thank you. I know you. Sound sacrifice a lot. You do the washing of the feet, literally as Jesus asked us to do. So thank you for all you do as a mom. You're making a difference in our world by loving your children well and raising them well. Check us out at channelmom.com. All of our ministries also follow us on social media at channel mom. And remember Monday mom prayer on Facebook. God bless you guys. Have a beautiful weekend.
3: Are in news I'm John Scott in a primetime address President Biden has directed states to make all adults eligible to receive the coronavirus vaccine by May 1st suggesting the possibility of an incremental return to normal by the 4th of July holiday a majority of New York state lawmakers calling on Governor andrew